operative I haven't word. had any dick pics. You know, I mean, why anyone would think that would make you attracted to them? I have got no idea. I just don't get it. Do you imagine if we put pictures of our fannies up? Yeah, they <laughs> fucking love it, Mum. <laughs> Welcome to a very special Valentine's edition of Dating My Mates. Uh, I did a little poll on Instagram as to what everyone's favourite episode was and the resounding winner and my guest yet again this week is Mum. Hi Mum. (laughs) Hi Kat. (laughs) How are you? I'm okay. That was a bit of a shock. Why? To be that popular. Oh, please. <laughs> Come on now. Had people knocking down my social media doors to know more. <laughs> oh, dear. The fans want you, babes. Oh, I'll take that. Yeah, definitely. Um, What's been the highlight and low light of your day thus far? Well, I've been to work. You have, yeah. Uh, the highlight was that um, I didn't crash my car in the snow. <laughs> Good, yeah. Which is always a big worry for me. Not dying is definitely not a highlight. Not dying, not, yeah. not plunging into the wall at the bottom of the street <laughs> whenever I have to do that turn in the snow. So, yes, that's, uh, oh, that, was, that, yeah. that was pretty good, uh, yeah, uh, highlight, yeah. Nice. Uh, I don't think I've had a low light yet, actually. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, let's hope this won't be it. <laughs> So uh, it's Valentine's weekend this weekend. Oh, I know. <laughs> How are you feeling about that? Um, I'm not really feeling anything. It's just no. it's just like another day, really. No, no expectations. Fair enough. <laughs> um, we always used to have this joke. Um, I don't know if, if we had it, but I certainly had it with my friends when it was Valentine's Day. We'd kind of say, oh, am I going to even be able to open the front door because all those cards are going to be blocking, <laughs> blocking the way and you'd go downstairs and there'd be nothing. nothing. <laughs> However, However. Um, circumstances have changed since our last recording and you are now on Bumble. Bumble. <laughs> How are you finding uh, the world of dating apps? Busy beyond Bumble. Absolutely. Get that, honey, honey. Uh, Well, can I say that I tried another one first? Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, if you want to trash match.com, go for it. (laughs) Not liable. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so I went on match.com for a week Mm -hmm. and um, that was uh, pretty much of a disaster. and, I, well, first of all, it really annoyed me that they were saying, oh, you can have all these extra features, but you have to pay for them. And they mm. wouldn't just want any more money. And I just felt like... Charlatans. Yeah. Well, I just felt like I was being bombarded. Can't buy love. No, can't buy love. Anyway, as the week went on, I just got more and more dispirited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and all these people keep popping up. The same ones keep popping up. And you can't... Like, get rid of them. You can't sort of delete them. What, the people? Yeah. No, you can't. No. no. Not, like, not like good old Bumble. Yeah. Left swipey, swipe. swipey. Yeah. Oh, it took me a while to get the hang of that. Well, Mum went on Bumble. I say went on Bumble. I set up her Bumble profile for you her. You did. You did. <laughs> Including her bio. 
Yes, well, it, it's very um, short and sweet. I haven't put much information on there. Keep, so. him, keep him guessing, Mama. Keep him guessing. Yeah. Well, she's already had an hour phone call with a man, haven't yes, you? Yes, I have. Yeah. I have, yes. And he's wanting to FaceTime. Is... And Mum doesn't want to. <laughs> oh, and no. she's not going to. I'm not. <laughs> I think he wants to check if you're real. Oh, that's, that's what my friend at work said yeah. today. Yeah. What, well, like my... My pictures on my profile pictures on. Yeah, fake. that you're a catfish. Do you know what a catfish is? Hello, I've just been listening to catfish podcasts. Oh my god! Apologies. <laughs> um, love catfish. So, what is it you don't like about FaceTiming? Is it just that you can't get hang of the angle because you're over fifty? <laughs> what the bottom? <laughs> yeah. I've um, got. I know. I spoke about it on the last. Is it a wattle? What, that little bit yeah. that hangs down under your Mom, chin? Mum, I am getting either wrinkles or stretch marks in it because I'm my weight's so up and down. Oh, dear. I know. Okay. Neck cream. I literally just Googled about 20 minutes ago. Neck cream. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Can you get stretch marks on your double chin? <laughs> what did it say? It said you can't... Well, it came up with chin and it said, no, you can't get them on your chin, but anywhere that fat stores. And, uh, yeah, so... Oh, darling. <laughs> I'm hoping it's stretch marks and not wrinkles. Or mm. the birthday for Well, the one thing you can't hide about getting older is, is uh, well, there's two things. Your hands and, and, your, day your, and your neck. Yeah. Well, your day collotage, it depends, you know. If you moisturise. If you moisturise, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, the FaceTime thing. I just don't really do FaceTime. It's, I don't... But what is it you don't like about it? Yeah, it's that whole thing of just looking dreadful. Well, I can set that all up for you. I can hold a lamp at the right angle for you. Yeah, but why go to all that bother, you know? If I'm being perfectly honest, I'd rather just see somebody face-to-face. Can't do that at the moment, though, hence FaceTime. Exactly. Well, you know, good things are worth waiting for, so, yeah. Oh, I've got got a FaceTime with someone later. (laughs) Should I cancel it? Yeah, but you know how to do Uh, it. Am I not... Good, should I? No, you're like the FaceTime queen. I do love a FaceTime. Yeah, you but do. you've got to always be prepared in this day and age because someone could just choose to FaceTime you and you have to look good. Yeah, but if they choose to FaceTime, you can just refuse it. You That's just true. Press the red button. And then 20 minutes later, call back and be like, oh, it's just, uh, <laughs> I, was just I was busy putting on makeup and a nice top. Oh, that's not real though, is it? No, but come on. When you're first trying to get in someone's trousers, you're not being real, are you? You're just appearing wonderful. The only time I FaceTime is when Karen usually FaceTimes me when she's drunk. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> mum's best mate. Yeah. And I don't mind that. Mm. And I don't mind that. Because she know, won't remember it because she's drunk. Well, no, she... I don't know. I mean, we both end up like looking up each other's nostrils. You know what I mean? It's like that is the way of the over fifties. It's almost like is there a and you flare your nostrils? Maybe it's like I a do. Morse code. I do, and also I need, I need, I need a clippers now. So we're going to share a we're going to share a nose hair trimmer, but I don't know how hygienic that is, even between bloodlines. Mm, probably not. Probably not. I don't, unless you can get interchangeable heads. You we'll know, see. You know, like on Maybe that's our Valentine's gift to one another. We'll go halves on a, a nose hair trimmer. That's not very romantic. Yeah, but it could lead to romance <laughs> with others. <laughs> well, I'm all right with the manicure scissors at the moment. Okay. 
perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so, Mum, I want to know, what is your idea of a perfect Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Um, breakfast in bed? Mm-hmm. What would yeah. you like for your breakfast um, in bed? Oh, coffee and croissant. Knew it. Knew it. I don't normally eat croissants, but somehow... Yeah, but when I was growing up, all you used to eat, and I mean all you used to eat, was digestive biscuits, croissants, dipped in black coffee, and cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) You were very French. I was very French. Very French. A.K.A. a single mum bringing up a daughter in Manchester with no money. (laughs) Yeah. Très chic. Ah, oui, très chic. Oh, sorry. I'm. I'm. I've just been thinking in French ever since I w- watched Call, Call My Agent. Oh it's my! It's so God. good, isn't it? Just loved. It. I just like binge watched it. Same. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, they're so très chic. So Français. So yes, coffee and croissant. Yeah. Um. Oh, and you know. A little bit of champagne wouldn't go Champagne in this. or Bucks Fizz on today? Oh, Is it yeah. more of a champagne mm. day? I think champagne's no, more of I a valley day. I do, yeah. Yeah. Bucks Fizz is Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Champagne. Uh... Are you a chocolates or a flowers girl? Oh, both. Good. Correct answer. <laughs> if anyone wants to know the way to my mum's heart, as many, many do, it's uh, Gillian chocolate seashells, isn't oh, it? yes. Mm. Yes. Or Thornton's Continental. <laughs> yep. You sounded like an old advert. Oh, Thornton's Continental. <laughs> For all your Valentine's Day needs. And I do love a bunch of red roses. Mm, can't beat it. I really do. Mm. Those really deep, deep red ones. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Speaking of deep, deep red roses. Yes. You've got a tattoo. Oh, I have. <laughs> Oh, my arm. Mum's got a little tattoo that she got when she was in Berlin. Sure. No, it was in, no, it was in London. Are you in London? Yeah, it was at Kensington uh, Market, Kensington High Street, the market downstairs. And you went in with your pal. Steve. To get tattoos, and yeah. he bottled it. He did. <laughs> he was like, you go first, and then never got it done. And it was years later that you told me what your rose on your arm was yeah. was based on or has incorporated into it yes would you like to tell everyone <laughs> well what's the correct terminology mum's got a fanny on her arm <laughs> <laughs> that little bit in the middle yeah <laughs> dance for clips but it's so faded now no well my ex paid for you he did to get it yeah topped up yeah can i swear yeah they fucked it up did they yeah it wasn't where as did good. you go oh somewhere in derby it was a long time ago it mm. was like 30 years ago and women didn't really have t- tattoos then well they sometimes had a little bluebird on their shoulder like yeah. a little discreet you know mm. And when I I went, because I'd gone down from Manchester, because Steve used to live with me in Manchester. Mm-hmm. So I went down to spend the weekend with him in London and we we talked about this is what we were going to do. Mm. It was like a big deal and we booked it and everything. Um, so 
uh, off we went and he was going to have like a Celtic band round his arm. Oh, good job he didn't, yeah. Well, so off we go and we go down to the, into this, you go down these stairs into mm. this, uh, I'm sure it was called Kensington High Street Market or, or something mm. like that. And there's this man, this, <laughs> this, this god. Oh, okay. <laughs> In a biker jacket. Yeah. Really big and tall. Mm. Blonde, not oh, normally no. my type. I even remember his name. He was called Andy. God, he must have been fit. Yeah, he was. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. <laughs> and um, and it's like, well, what do you want? And look, I looked on the wall and uh, I said, oh, you know, I'll have that. Anyway, at the last minute he said, where do you want it? And I went, there. <laughs> I was like, no, none of that. On her yeah, arm. On my arm. Top there. of your arm, in yeah. the middle. Yeah. yeah. Cost me 15 quid, I remember. Wow. Yeah, it was a pound a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the tattoo? Ah, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. And then um, I turned round and um, I said, okay, Steve. And he went, nah, nah, <laughs> you know. I do remember Steve. He was a really... Mum, I, of course I remember right. Steve. So he was a really big Steve. Chap. Steve wrote in my 18th birthday book that you got he me. Did. So for my yeah. 18th, Mum compiled a load of pictures and got people to write me letters and put them all together and it was the best gift ever really? yeah and he Aww. wrote in there that he um that because i was reading and he said that um he was giving examples of weird things that i used to do when i was a kid and i i said to him right i'm gonna teach you how to read like an adult and he was like okay great yeah so i opened the book and just stared at it for like 30 <laughs> seconds in silence, closed the book and went, that's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. You must have been about, I don't know, three mm. or four. Because Steve lived with us and, cause I, and I worked with him at the corner house and then he moved down to London mm. to work at the, uh, the Lyric in Hammersmith. Ah! Yeah. That's where I used to live. Yeah, Not in is. the Lyric, but around the corner yeah. from. yeah. So I went down for the weekend with him, and, we, and I went. We went to a, a play there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he bottled out, and I was like, "Back to the tattoo." And um, I was like, "Oh, okay." Anyway, and I am going to have it done. I am going to have it done anyway. The next week, he did go back. Oh, he and did. Have it done. Yeah, had a little Mel C tattoo. Yeah, yeah, and then I thought, mm, I wonder if he had an ulterior motive for going back on his own mm-hmm. <laughs> to see the Nordic God. <laughs> Oh. oh dear me yeah happy days so your idea of a perfect v-day is breakfast in bed yeah and anything else roses chockies so very uh, quite a basic bitch day a class sorry classic classic day traditional traditional yeah anything else um a good bonking not necessarily no no <laughs> Not after all that food. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, maybe that could be prior breakfast, before yeah. breakfast. After yeah. you brush your teeth, though. Breakfast in bed. I don't Kisses know the song. For me. Don't oh, you know no. it? Oh my god! Get it on. What is it? A song called Breakfast in Bed. It sounds like um. There's a reggae version. Is that? And then I don't know if. Uh... Oh, I think um. Maybe Chrissy Hine did a version with UB40. How have I, I never heard this song? Up. Have you not? I don't think so. Unless no. you were just singing a really bad rendition yeah, and probably. I didn't recognise it. Probably. <laughs> yeah. It's a tune. Nice. So you want mm. 
breakfast in bed, mm-hmm. and then what else? Well, then just then a I... day with them. Oh right, so I've not got to go to work then. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say Valentine's is on a Saturday. Oh okay, yeah, but I work every other Saturday. Okay. Let's say Valentine's <laughs> is one of the alternate Saturdays that you're not working. Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know. I have I haven't I haven't thought past breakfast. What do people do you normally just want... do on Valentine's? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're asking it's been the wrong a long person. Time. What do people do? Well, guys just hang out with each other. But the thing about Valentine's Day is, is it's reciprocal, isn't it? So you need to have done something for them as well. Yes, very true. Mm, which I always stumble. See, I always go above and beyond with that. I know you do. Mm. I know you do. I usually do pretty good on the card. You are a good card giver. And I was one of those kids that was so disgusting to the opposite sex that my mum would write me valentine's cards each year and give me a chocolate heart-shaped lolly wouldn't you i would every year that's the difference nowadays though it's like you know you and your sister were growing up valentine's cards would be for mums and dads and teachers yeah but when i was growing up it was just if if you had a boyfriend if Mm. you didn't have a boyfriend forget it oh or you could have a secret, secret admirer. admirer. But that's the thing is, every year you would put question mark. You'd never put from <laughs> mum. <I>? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whose handwriting is that? <gasps> now, I don't know if I've ever admitted this to you before <laughs> oh, or not. here we go. <laughs> so, do you remember I had a boyfriend called Philip when I was really young at school? How young? Philip? Junior school, yeah. No. So I fancied a guy called Philip, he was called Phil, who later I cheated on my first boyfriend with to get out of the relationship. <laughs> so I got him eventually. <laughs> Only kissed him. And um, and this is at junior school? No, no, like, so I knew him from them and oh. then years later oh. when I was like 18, I kissed oh. him so anyway i told you and dad that i'd got a boyfriend right he was made up it was like i chose his name and made him up and then there was a valentine's day yeah. so i cut up you know like the um ransom notes where you cut out of, yes. i cut that out and i made myself a valentine's card and i signed it phil with my right hand because i'm usually left-handed and I put it by the front door as if someone posted it. And I'd put a fucking stamp on it. Do you not remember no, this? No, I don't. And I still to this day have always been like, did mum and dad fall for that? Did they actually think someone posted that to me? Oh, well, I probably did. Dad wouldn't have. He would have known. Yeah, dad would have known. <laughs> seen straight through me. He would. Yeah, he'd yeah. have seen the paper cut on my right pinky. Yeah. Honed in like fucking Sherlock Holmes. God, I remember one day... I couldn't be asked to brush my teeth. Kate, I went to bed and Dad knocked on the door and said, have you brushed your teeth? I was like, yep. Have you brushed your teeth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he comes in with my dry toothbrush. He's like, that's not wet. That's the smell of mint. It's <laughs> like, fuck's sake. But yeah, no, I made, up, I made up this boyfriend just to appear popular to my parents. Oh, you were very popular when you were little though. Don't you when remember? he was in Manchester. Yeah. Got all the boys I fancied. Yeah, but the boys that fancied you. Jake. I had a fucking obsession with Jake. But then so there was Jake and Tom at school. It and was. they used to, we used to play Power Rangers together. This is in Manchester. Yeah. So I would have been 
About four. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jake had chicken pox, so he couldn't come, come into to my birthday. birthday. But Tom could. So he then did. I was right after Tom. I remember I had my red lipstick on and my uh, black and velvet, black, black and velvet, red. black and red velvet dress. The island ball, yeah. And then I've just remembered Jake came to visit us when we lived in Ashbourne. Ashbourne. I know. I wasn't there. He came with his mum and dad. Yeah, we went to the Stepping Stones. Did you? Yeah. Oh, wow. God, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. But yeah, I loved the boys from a very young age. Wow, they loved you too. Wow. Do you remember how the boys all used to follow you around at, um, <laughs> at school, admiring your bum? Yes. <laughs> the fact I told my own mum that boys would follow me around and say things about my bum says a lot, really. <laughs> Well, we've always been very open with each other, haven't we? This is true. This is very yeah. true. Yeah. Um. So what's the most romantic experience that you've had? I've got one in mind for you. I wonder if it's the same. Romantic experience? Mm. Hmm. I can't remember. The one I'm thinking of is when you were very young and you'd gone on holiday with your parents. <gasps> this is like a film. It is like a film. It is like a film. So... I happen to have the Valentine's card from that person <gasps> right here. Get it out! Get it out! Get it out! And uh, Mum has brought her stack, and it's a fucking stack. So <gasps> it's in a co- it's in an actual box. So this was the epitome <gasps> of the Valentine's card. I'm um, gonna have to put a picture of that on Instagram. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's um yes, yeah, so you can have a look. So it says. To my girlfriend on Valentine's Day. Shall I read it out? Yeah. Someone nice to think about, nice to be with too. Just can't imagine anyone who's more like that than you. And so it's only natural that this Valentine should bring the warmest wishes ever for the best of everything. My love from me. Well, see, this card, I now understand the cards that you give me on my birthday. (laughs) Yes. Because mum challenges herself every year on my birthday to get the most... How would you describe the cards again? Cheesy, over the top. Disgusting but brilliantly kitsch birthday <laughs> cards, aren't they? And this is just that. That's yeah. quite something. Yeah. So this person who gave you this many moons ago. Yeah. And there's also, we've still got in your big Vogue book, mm. um, the rose, the red rose. It's still oh, in there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You were... Uh, Preston. I am a bit of a romantic at yeah, heart, obviously. So, yes. <clears throat> so, I was the envy of everyone at school. Oh, that was at school? <clears throat> yeah. God, I bet you Plus were. Plus the fact you drove a Ford Cortina. I mean, hello. <laughs> <laughs> used to pick me up outside school. Because you met at a disco, didn't you? Yeah, we met at a school disco. How old mm. were you? 15. And he was... Uh, 16 so yeah he's 18 months older than me mm. so this was my first love and uh oh yes the romantic oh gosh so i was on holiday um with my parents you've been ripped away on holiday i've been you? ripped away on holiday yeah so every year we got in the car and we drove up to scotland mm. to uh, stay on this farm just outside of well near dundee mm-hmm. where my dad's from and um I was absolutely distraught because mm. I didn't want to go. Um, because you had this boyfriend <clears throat> behind. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, one day the woman, Mrs. McGregor, came down from the farm she's Mrs. <laughs> to the cottage and said, There's someone on the phone asking for Shanna. And mm. I was like, 
oh my god you know so anyway up I go and it's him on the phone and he said and I said where are you and he said I'm down the road and I was like freaking out thinking oh my god what's mum and dad gonna say oh my god did he come all the way from Birmingham yeah he'd hitchhiked hitchhiked from Birmingham to Dundee yeah to call you from a phone box and say I'm down the road yeah it's too much (laughs) oh oh you don't get this on tinder no so he ended up staying um down the road so where where we went there was um it was like it was always like fruit picking season so me and my brother used to go make shed loads of money picking raspberries brilliant <laughs> so he went and stayed up the road in this near on this farm where they were you mm-hmm. know pick, picking and yeah he stayed he hung around and for the whole summer holes no it was it no it was only like a week or two. Oh well so. fuck him then no yeah. no that no honestly that yeah. is incredible yeah. that you did that how were your mum and dad about it bit weird yeah <laughs> a bit weird they weren't a fan were they um no it, it it wasn't that they weren't a fan it was just that i was First i was too young mm. and i was obviously completely Besotted. Like, besotted, and I think they're really concerned that we'd run off to Gretna Green and get married. Yeah, was that uh, did that almost happen at any point? Or well, we talked about it, but yeah, oh, we th- we were like Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I, I know that's a nice first love, yes, very yes. different compared to mine. <laughs> well, it also set the standard for the rest of my life, if I'm being truthful, mm, and I didn't point. find that again until, until I met. Dad. Dad. 20 odd years later. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That's ridiculous. <laughs> What's the best Valentine's Day you've ever had? Do you know what? Before we did this, I thought I went back because I've got all my diaries and my diaries mm. were just just diaries of what I did that day or, yeah. you know, whatever. So I think I went back to just flick through looking at February the 14th for mm. the last like 20 years. It's <laughs> just blank. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh mum so you haven't got a best or a worst valentine's then no oh my god i remember my worst valentine's i got dumped on valentine's day (laughs) over the phone right by whom do you remember so i was going out with him at school and then oh this is like young. This is like junior school again, right? And she pretended to have cancer <laughs> at junior school. She pretended to have cancer to get the guy that I fancied. And he said yes. It's and then extreme. <laughs> I know. And everyone hated me at school because I was like, she doesn't have cancer. I went to her house last week for dinner and a dog jumped on me. But there was nothing about cancer said. <laughs> And she didn't. She absolutely didn't have it. But she lied about it. And then he dumped me for the fake cancer patient. Right. And I remember and I, I remember he called me and I was like, well, don't think you're getting your purple Ronnie chocolate lollipop from me anymore. Purple Ronnie cards. I found a few of those when I was rooting through. Yeah. Mm. Um, I was absolutely devastated. Well, I was more embarrassed than anything. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Do you remember any of that? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. I've obviously blocked it out. 
Did you share that trauma with her? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all. Was I nursing a baby at the time? Yes, you know, quite baby possibly. Brain. Yes, yes, that's <laughs> yes, that's fine. Don't worry. Cat's now flaring her nostrils in disgust. <laughs> Flare away. Flare what my mama gave me. God. You remember me teaching you how to do that? I remember you, right, I vividly remember you teaching me how to flare my nostrils, teaching me how to clip my fingers. Oh, yeah. Fingers. I remember you telling me what a liar was. I remember coming to you when I was, God, I must have been about three. Yeah. And asking you what a liar was. I remember really vividly. Mm. And, and what did I say? I can't remember. You were telling me a story because the next door neighbour who was your friend had done something. God, do you remember when her daughter locked me in the room? Yes. Yeah. Are you just saying yes because oh, you feel bad for not remembering anything? Oh, no. That, yeah. She was weird, that child. Awful. So I also remember them telling me that if we took pictures stood on newspaper, our picture would be in the newspaper. <laughs> Who it's told not, you that? It's not fair, is it? The next door neighbours. Oh. I know, but yeah, the daughter, she, she's one of the reasons I've got claustrophobia. There was many occasions that happened in my she life. She locked you in the cupboard. Yeah, she locked me in there for ages. She mm. was laughing, little whore. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, and you were talking about the mother, and you said she's oh. such a liar, and I really remember, and that's not something that you would throw around or... No, that's, and, that's a grave accusation. And you were, and I remember you were really upset, and... Mm. I really remember just that moment of asking, what is a liar? I don't mm. really remember what you said. Her. <laughs> yeah. Next door. So how about your crushes on girls when you were at junior school? Oh, my God, Helen. Helen. Yeah, Helen. Helen. I was. I just wanted oh, to be her because she had blonde hair. I know. Because she was everything I wasn't. She was meek. She was really, really, like, pretty. And she had blonde hair. She did. And she had a best friend, and I hung out with them. Was her best friend called... Oh, gosh. Grace and Helen. Grace and Helen. Grace and Helen. And I gave one of them my bridesmaid's dress. because I wanted to Helen. Yeah, because I wanted her to like me so I much. I was, I was a bit upset about that. Yeah, I can't, mm. I'm not surprised. Uh, but it wasn't my bridesmaid dress. I insisted on being called a flower girl. Yes, you were a flower girl. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But oh yeah. my God, the trouble we had getting you in that dress. Really? Oh, you were very resistant. <laughs> we took you to go and get it fitted. You wouldn't put it on. Really? You weren't having any of it. it was and me. then I wouldn't take it off, though. <laughs> and, well, I know you wore it then for the next however many years. I've got so many pictures of me in that dress. No. I uh, pulled my moves as the, on the dance floor as per, though, didn't I? Oh, you did. Skidding on my oh, knees. No. Didn't have me and Dad were like, isn't it time to go home? And I was like, no, <laughs> Trina's on the dance floor. <laughs> Off she goes again. I've got a video of that. Have you? Yeah, an actual VHS somewhere. Oh, whip it out. I know. Um, well, seeing as you can't remember your best or your worst Valentine's, that's kind of half the episode done. Uh, can you remember the best gift that you've ever received? It doesn't necessarily have to be on Valentine's Day, but the best kind of romantic gesture. Yeah, there were two. Uh, I think they might have been for my... Actually, there's more, but mm. for my birthday. And there were two things that um, your dad actually made for me. Mm. And one of them was when I was pregnant... Mm -hmm. And he sewed me this cotton... Do you remember? It's like a big cotton caftan with all embroidery on it. He got his sewing machine out and he made it for me. Did he? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that was... I was, like, taken aback. 
So I think any gifts where people have made you a wearable tent it and and yeah, a wearable <laughs> tent. <laughs> it was very comfortable because I was very uncomfortable. It made you yeah. a kaftan. Yes. God love him. Yeah, and the other the other one was the um that mirror that's up on the wall oh, on the landing. Oh shit! Yeah, it made you a mirror out of driftwood, just, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. It is a bit like a ha- Hall of Mirrors mirror, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's not glass. Yes. It's that sort yeah. of plasticised. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's not for doing your hair or your makeup in or anything. He also got you, I remember, a picture of a naked man yes. for Valentine's one year. Yeah. I also remember... No, was that was my birthday. For your birthday. I remember it was uh, on a secret s- squirrel mission yes. going to buy you wind chimes as well oh those great big bamboo ones yeah didn't really like them no they were a bit clonky as opposed to tinkly got you yeah <laughs> yeah fair enough do you know that um your sister had never seen that that picture before she said she never remembered it and what then, was in your room well last time she was here it was um, on the landing you know been clearing mm. out and she went what is that picture of? What's that? That piece of it's massive, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like big it's piece a charcoal drawing. Um, and I'd happen to say that I liked it. It's like an unfinished, mm. you know, piece. And uh, yeah, your sister was like, "What the hell is that? <laughs> I've never seen that gift before. from your dad." <laughs> yeah, no, because I remember bringing friends home and uh, them just being like, "Why? Why has your mum got a picture of a naked man?" Obviously, I'd taken them into your room and been like, oh, must have left something in here. And why is your dad walking naked around the house? The worst thing dad ever did, right, was my crush of all crushes at school. You know who that is throughout school. Yes, yes. Uh, Does it begin with Jen? Yes, shut up. He came to my party, right? Dad sat on his head and farted. (laughs) Mum just spat a coffee out. (laughs) <laughs> he didn't he did what was naked <laughs> oh my oh god was he like in the Lawrence household <laughs> he just grows oh dear yeah like, <laughs> oh god breathe uh, I'm amazed my children grew up normal <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, he sat on his head and farted. And that's such like a, a schoolboy Well, I think the boys were doing it to each uh, other. Yeah, and then Dad, who would have been, what, 40 at the time, <laughs> just joined in. Oh, dear. Yeah. How inappropriate. <laughs> I know, I know. Also, uh, the sister told me something. So, you know, on uh, Sam's episode, we were talking about yeah. uh, perverts hanging around the park. Sam. Love Sam. Love Sam. Uh, hanging around the park yes. in Ashbourne, where we yeah. were brought up. <laughs> I didn't know this, but apparently someone had given a description of the offending pervert, right? Yes. Gave it into the school. And um, the description of the man was <laughs> medium... Height, medium build, mm-hmm. large, uh, wide brimmed hat, and a long <laughs> waterproof coat. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> what did Dad used to rock around in? 
Exactly that. One of those Australian leather hats with yeah. a wide brim. Well, and, I think and... it's from like South America. Oh, yeah. And then one of those like big drover's coats with, with yeah. a cape. Yeah. I didn't know that. That was the description <laughs> that was given about the pervert. So they all get given this letter to bring home to the parents. So all these kids are giving it to their mums and dads. And then dad pulls up, gets out, is waiting for the fucking gates. And everyone's like, what? Yeah. It's him. Everyone thought dad was the fucking oh, paedophile no. in the bushes. He wasn't. No, absolutely. He wasn't. Oh, God, absolutely not. What can you believe? <sighs> yeah, it was Ashbourne, though. Dad, dad dressed like have you ever? Oh no, you won't have seen Jeepers Creepers. But there's a film called Jeepers Creepers, and the man in that dress is exactly like Dad oh, did. Really? But Dad just had long hair. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the worst gift you've ever been given, <laughs> other than the wind chimes? I don't know. I just guess think it's things like perfume that you can't stand. And um... yeah, has anyone ever got you a gift that you just like? That is so not me. Why did you get me that? Oh loads, but I hey, can't. Remember, I can't remember. Too many to remember. Too many to remember. You got a gift from an ex, which was a ball bag once. (laughs) (laughs) And I got the same gift. No, I didn't get that gift. Was it just me that got the ball bag from your ex? (laughs) Oh, me and my sister both got a kangaroo testicle each when he came back from holiday. What did I get? Slap on the bum. Don't know. So, Mum, who would be your perfect Valentine? I feel like I'm copying now. Go on. It would be Idris. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't think, I think there are, I think there's more than one person out there who would say the same. Yeah, definitely. I don't think you're copying. No. no. Idris is the kind of man I could see you with. Yes. The, yeah. That yeah. guy. Yeah. He's he's age appropriate for me. If I'm going to go inappropriate. It would be the oh, guy here, off Bridgerton. Here's the real answer. <laughs> Come on, the then. the guy off Bridgerton, the Duke? Oh, the guy off Bridgerton. <gasps> oh, my Lord. There's a really annoying actress who I think is really rubbish. And mm. I've had two people say to me, she's you on Bridgerton. Oh, no. that Yeah, it's the character she's playing, I think. But she's awful. <laughs> I make reminds people of me. No, her attitude and the way... Because she's a rebel, that's why... Okay. It's not. Okay. She she doesn't look anything like you, apart it's, from the fact you both got dark hair. She, but it's, she's so annoying, and she's a mm. really bad actress. Yeah, I know. That's not. You That's either. the thing that kills me. <laughs> is I'm like, no. I mean, I didn't rate that series. Oh, shy. It was, but you so rated I, him. I, I started to watch it, and I was thinking, oh, really? And then. And then the sex scenes arrive. No, no, it's not even the sex scenes. And then he arrives, and I thought, okay, I'm going to carry on watching this. Um, but it's like the the thing that annoyed me about it is the same thing that annoys me about soap operas on television, where there's a misunderstanding. And if only you'd been honest and sorted it out, that would have saved us another three episodes. Mum's not through. a fan of a comedy of errors. <laughs> Hates a fast. Just pick up the phone. <laughs> yeah, sort it out. Exactly. Write her a note. Yeah. Get your quill. Complete. <laughs> For goodness sake. Let's just, you know. Yeah, but mum. funny. Right, okay, so. <laughs> but what mum's answer to the importance of being earnest would be. Just say straight away. Yeah. Say straight away. 
Yeah. Well, no, no, because it that's done well. <laughs> that's Oscar Wilde. It's Oscar Wilde. It's done well. And, it's and the, it's my favourite. Yeah. Favourite play. Absolutely. But you you know that's worth going on with to the end for for the for the language. The handbag. I'm so sorry. I couldn't help myself. The lyricism and the witticism oh, he's a, he's and all of that. The best. Uh, you know, it's whole. That it's justified. It's mm. justified. Hmm. So, so Idris, so I watched... It's really him. funny, I just was like, oh, felt a little bit up my ass talking about Oscar Wilde then, and then I looked up and saw my typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> Your vintage typewriter. Such a knobhead, One honestly. of them. Yeah. Have, you got, have you got a few? I think I think it's actually in storage with my alcohol globe. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we need to sort that need to that get out. that, don't we? Yeah. So yes, getting back to the age appropriate, which is a much more um, realistic mm. proposition, apart from the fact that I think he's married, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but he's also like really proud and loves his wife, which just makes him more attractive. Yeah. So the first time I saw him and he bowled me over was in Luther. Fuck oh my me. god! He's walking down the street with that coat on and his hands in his pocket, and I just oh went. But do you know what makes him even better mm. is he's a bad guy gone good. Yeah. So like he used to be a drug dealer. He was in like the mm. I think it was like the South London scene. Yeah. And super super like but now like turned it around. And I think his first thing was he in the wire. I think that might have I been his know. first thing. It was yeah. A, the only unattractive thing about Idris Elba is he raps on a song and it's mm. really bad. And when he DJs, that. it's a little mm. bit backwards cap territory. It's not quite that bad. He's not wearing a backwards cap. But, um, yeah. Is he on... like a wedding DJ? Um, I mean, if he was a wedding <laughs> DJ. Oh, I think he was Meghan and Harry's wedding oh, DJ. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. But he's on Boasty. Do you know that song? No. It's going to play you a bit. No. So I just no. played Mum Boasty. Boasty! Uh... So, yeah, he can come on a date with me as long as he doesn't rap. <laughs> right, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, yes, he, so he would be my ideal. He's handsome. He's, oh, he's got a lovely smile. Even when he does those stupid adverts on the television. <laughs> what is it? Virgin? Some shit. Also, Some his shit. voice is just I ridiculous. Know. I know. But also, just going back to the Luther in it, he's such a sympathetic character. Mm. You know, the he's way he's layered he, as well. Yeah, he's layered. And he's yes. just so protective. Yes. And... I know, even though she's mental. That's the other thing. She's nuts, mm. but he sees beyond that. He sees the vulnerability. So, Mum, what would be your perfect V Day meal? Um, <clears throat> in a restaurant. Yeah. Um, what kind of a restaurant? Fine dining. Yes, mm. definitely fine dining. Okay. Um, you know how I am about food. <laughs> I find it so funny that we're like a Michelin star. It's like it's based. It's from the Michelin Man. Yes, the tire company. Yeah. We're like oh the Michelin, the Michelin, Michelin star. I had the most fantastic meal of that calibre mm. from a guy who went on to mm. get a Michelin star. Oh, really? Absolutely amazing. Mm. And I'm really struggling to think what I ate. 
memorable. It was. It, it, I think it was the first time I understood why people would like pay, food. would pay so much money yeah. to have excellent food. Excellent food because it was absolutely delicious. Definitely fish involved. I um mm. I went to uh the Mandarin Oriental in Hong Kong and it was when Heston was chefing that name dropper. And I had the most incredible meal. We started, they brought out uh, oysters on ice. And I felt really... oysters? Yeah, I felt really bad. So I was like, I'll get the most basic, like, things I can get, thinking they'll be the least expensive. So I asked for um, just a tricola salad. Mm. So just literally basil, mozzarella, tomato. Mm. But it came out and it was a tree. (laughs) And it had soil. (laughs) And it was, like... They were like blobs, so the bits of mozzarella popped in your mouth, and it was absolutely incredible, right? And we had all this amazing food. Um, I basically had a bit of champagne and oyster, went to the toilet and did a load of coke, <laughs> and then couldn't eat anymore. Katrina. <laughs> Fuck's sake! If that's not addiction. In Hong Kong? Where yeah. did you get cocaine in Hong Kong? I've got my ways. <laughs> Dear me. <laughs> Hong Kong's bloody Sin City, Mum. Yes, I've heard. So, no, not uh, not very memorable on the food, I'm afraid. I just know it was really lovely. And, oh, custard was involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fanciest of all the foods. Well, it, I've never tasted custard like it before or since. It was just delicious. And I think... Well, it... That's because that's usually it was uh, my silver balls and custard <laughs> oh, yeah. made with um, birds custard out of the tin. Yeah. So what would your perfect meal be? A uh, tin of custard. <laughs> Hold the silver balls. No. Oh, no. They'd just crack my teeth, wouldn't they? They would, uh, yeah. Crack my fillings. Well, do you know what? Because it's a romantic meal, mm-hmm. um, I think I'd start off with um, asparagus. <laughs> I tell you what screams romance. The food that makes your piss smell funny. Why is asparagus romantic? Oh, because it's phallic? Possibly. Because it's green? <laughs> Green and phallic, oh don't, I've changed my mind, I've changed my mind. What are you going for? I've never had oysters, are they disgusting? Oysters are fucking amazing, I love oysters, yeah. I've only Mm. had them three times, first time I had them was literally pulled out the sea, it was when I got taken on that, when I lived in Vietnam and I worked for that like billionaire man and he just took me and my ex on holiday with them oh on that boat over that to the island was it mm, uh, well we went we went mm. to a few places and we were mm. sat by the sea and we had fresh now i ne- i didn't used to like seafood or i didn't no. think i liked seafood no. but we had crabs and we had oysters i've still got my shell oh is from, that what it's from? yeah that's oh. from there oh, i've kept all my oyster shells so then. i've got three <laughs> yeah thanks yeah i've got three oyster shells so i've only had them three mm. times i had them there um, which fucking amazing. Had them in Hong Kong, and then I had them at um Ox Club in Leeds, and oh. they were delicious. They were done with um black currant and mm. stuff. Yeah. Mm. Well, I do like. Okay, let's have scallops then for starters. I do like scallops. You can have you... oysters. Well, I don't know if I'd like them or whether I'd gag. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I do like pasta. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't know that. Oh, very nice. 
cool. <laughs> you did know that. No, I didn't. I love pasta. Seafood pasta. Linguine vongole. Oh, oh vongole. Is that what you want? Yeah, yeah. And I've just remembered what my perfect pudding was. Mm-hmm. Bread and butter pudding with custard. What? That's what I had at that extra special meal. Bread you had that uh, bread and butter pudding. You had bread and butter pudding with custard. Yeah, and it was amazing. Are you sure this wasn't at school? No, it, it's when when you go to these posh places, they re, they reimagine it, don't they? I mean, oh, it I was see. Absolutely th- delicious. Okay. Yeah. These are all a surprise to me. Oh well, there you go. That's because you normally have a slice of toast, <laughs> and that's it. No, it's toast or... Oh, I can smell mum cooking. I wonder what it is. Is it vegetable stew, perhaps? Possibly a vegetable curry? Oh, maybe a vegetable soup. With some lentils chucked in. Yeah, oh, that's all you make. Butternut squash risotto. <laughs> so you would have absolutely not oysters, because you might not like them. Yeah. Scallops. Yeah. And bread and butter pudding with custard. <laughs> yeah. To really get you in the mood for love. Yeah, with champagne. With champagne. Yeah. And then what would you like to do after? <laughs> no, don't answer that. Okay. <laughs> Go dancing. Oh. Do um, you know what I've always loved? I've always loved ballroom dancing. I would what? Lo- Again, I would you've <laughs> never said that to me. I'm 32. We have a close relationship. Since when have you liked that? No, I've always, I've always wanted to learn how to do it. It's just, well, I'm not okay. talking that strictly shit. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> You're talking like Fred and Ginger. I'm talking Fred and Ginger, and I'm talking come dancing. If anybody remembers that back in the day. Right. What is the pun in Strictly Come Dancing? I don't know. What is the pun? well? I don't know because to me, it it surely it's a pun. It's a play on words. Because why is why is it called Strictly Come Dancing? Is it from that film Strictly Ballroom? There was a. Film. But I still don't think that's enough of a pun to get away with. I, I don't. Is Do it you know a what pun? I mean? Like, is it a pun? But why is it called Strictly Come Dancing? Why strictly? Right. Okay. Come Dancing was the original program years ago where people they would be judged on their dancing but it was like loads of people dancing taking to the floor it's a bit like oh okay so then it's a play on the original title and strictly ballroom i assume oh that makes sense thank you for answering that because it's been flummoxing me for quite some time and every time i google it comes up with Mm. no answers so yes, um, oh, I could see myself. The only problem is when I when I um, learned to do to do salsa dancing. Mm. It's the same with ballroom. The man leads, and I <laughs> can't do. <laughs> I was trying. To... <laughs> Mum's just said a mouthful there. That's just that's yeah. That's dating in general for you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe that that's where I keep coming a cropper. Mm. No, mm. if you want to lead, you lead, baby. Well, yeah, but it's hard because then you're tussling like he's in charge. <laughs> your face. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Mum, um, usually I would ask, what's your funeral song? But because it's romance, what's your shagging song? <laughs> How long have you got? Well, I remember asking you this years ago for the lols and you just came back with the quickest response and I was like, oh! Cool, that was very quick. Oh, yeah. It was one that now, if you put it on, you you couldn't have sex to it seriously. 
Oh, really? Because it's become such a... Such a trope. Mm. Oh, let's get it on. Let's, let's yeah, get it on. Yeah, it was Marvin Gaye, let's yeah, get it yeah, on. Yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. definitely. That was your... Yeah. Uh, that was what you said to me many years ago yeah. now. Would it yeah. still be the same? No, yes. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not... So I like subtlety. So mm. sexual healing is just a little bit... Too, too forward. It, you know, come on, Marvin. I remember going to a gig and it was amazing. Went to see uh, Craig Charles and he had a guy on before who was um, singing some classics. Mm. And... Um, he was like, baby, I'm hot just like an oven. And this guy next to me went, I never knew that he was saying I'm hot just like an oven before. And I was like, and he caught my eye and I looked at him and I smiled and he was like, that's stupid. I was like, yep. <laughs> Such a glorious oh, moment. Brilliant. So we'll set the scene. So you've had some bread and butter pudding, you're raring to go. <laughs> Really revved up. It just walks through the door. Gets out the record player. Yeah. Let's get it on, starts up. Yeah. It gives me a smouldering look. Absolutely. Because that's the thing about the Bridgerton guy. The sex thing wasn't really... It's just, you know, but it was the look. It was the looks. To me, though, it's the most exciting experiences like that when you mm. fancy someone mm. are the bits before you can just go the whole hog shall we say so it's the like fancying someone yeah. and you've not done anything maybe you haven't kissed you've been on or you've mm. been on a couple of dates and you are sitting next to them and mm. your arms touch one another and you're both hyper aware of the fact that yeah. your arms are touching one another yeah. or like i was saying the other week like the hand on the small of the back or just kind of like the looks that you give each other and it's it's the build up and yeah. it's the not knowing and it's the not knowing one another very well or mm. that sort of stuff. And the kiss. So mum, what is love to you? It's being seen by somebody else. It's somebody getting you, like mm-hmm. understanding who you are, being interested in you. And obviously in the initial stages... There's something very, it's just like very affirming, Mm. you know, and I respond to that really well. So in your, you know, and you talk about love language. Mm -hmm. Yours was physical touch. Yeah. But also, so, you know, when somebody does something for you Mm. to show you that they love you Mm -hmm. and it's something that they you might have just said something in passing mm-hmm. and they've got it and yeah, then yeah. they presented you with, with that thing. And mm. It's not necessarily a thing, but it, it's just like, it just makes me feel all warm inside because it's like, oh, you know. Because mm. um, that's love across the board, isn't it? That's platonic love, romantic love. Yes. Uh, family love. Definitely. Because it, it's like in our family, there's a lot of love. Mm. You know, and it's I shown in very different ways. It's shown in very different ways. But I was just thinking about looking at cards and the things that you and sister have written. Mm. Very expressive, very... And it, it's like having that as the sort of environment. And the other thing that I object to about Valentine's Day is that it's all focused on then. Let's have it all the time. Those little notes that somebody leaves in your bag for you to find mm. you know what to you show mean that they're thinking about you what do you mean it's focused on all the time 
Valentine's Day becomes this thing about love, but actually love needs to be shown 365 days of the year, not just on one day of the year. You know, you yeah. Know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think anyone's yeah. saying, I've bought you a Valentine's Day card. I'm not doing anything nice for you for the rest of the year. If you are, you're a fucking cunt. Thank you. Exactly. That's what I mean. So it's those little gestures mm. that show you that somebody loves you. And I think and it's 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 you. trust and respect as well because I absolutely I'm not and there's so many things because love is not enough to sustain a relationship and as a romantic that kills me to say but I know oh. it's true but it absolutely wow. isn't enough. Wow, see, oh, she's speaking in French. <laughs> I couldn't understand because of a dreadful accent. <laughs> Mum said moi aussi. Moi aussi. 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 Um. I once heard something and I thought it was uh, very true that love is knowing someone's buttons to push and not pushing them. Ooh. Mm. So you know them so well, you know all of their ins and outs. Yeah. But you would never use them against them. Yeah, especially in an argument. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that a lot. Yeah, definitely. And I think you have to um, demonstrate to somebody that you that you love them on an ongoing well, what's that basis. Ernest, there's an Ernest Hemingway quote, um, the best way to find out if you can trust someone is to trust them. Yeah, yeah. You've got to, you've got to do it until someone gives you... Cause to not trust them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's tough though. Mm, that is tough when really you've tough. had a lot of experiences because there are people who go in with... They've got to, they've got to prove to me that I can trust them. So they start off on the basis of mistrust. I think that happens a lot. What do you mean? Some people go in on the basis of mm. I'm going to trust this person. That mm. that's that's it. Yeah. And then other people go in saying I'm not going to trust this person until they can prove to me yes. that yeah. they're trustworthy. Yeah. And that causes a lot of problems. Mm. And I've, I've got a couple of close friends at the moment who are going through this and they are really, really struggling mm. with trusting themselves and anyone that they want to date because yeah. they're just like, I've been burnt so many times, yeah. it always fucks up, yeah. something's going to go wrong, they're going to let me down. Yeah. And I think it's about, you know... It's about trusting yourself. It is, but also, like, I was speaking to one of my friends and I was saying, look, you know, I'm not, this is not a blame game, but I know with work that I've done on myself, it's like, yeah, but look at the pattern. Look at the types of people you were getting into a relationship with. Look where you decided to ignore the red flags. Yeah. Look where you didn't specify your boundaries and then became resentful but stayed with them anyway. Yeah. Look where you said one thing but didn't mean it or you wanted your mind reading in that situation because you felt too nervous to say what it was that you needed in case they ran away. All those types of things, you know, lead to the breakdown of a relationship if you don't manage to salvage it quick enough. Well, absolutely. But, I mean, how can somebody trust you if you're mm. not being authentic and you're you're putting boundaries in place and then ignoring them? Or, you exactly, know, and you're not going to get what you want and then it's going to be, oh, well, there's another person who did this, this and this to me and it's like, yeah, they were a wanker for doing that to you but also you kind of, you said in some regard by be that by the omission of saying something or not yeah. that you were okay with that behavior yeah. and when i had to sit down and i had to write about all this mm. like i was like oh fuck 
And I suddenly wanted to go and apologise to all these guys who I had classed as dickhead one night stands because I was like, oh, it was me. Not wholly me, don't Mm. get me wrong. Mm. But also I think it's difficult when you've come and you've had a past. Like for me, I cheated on every single one of my boyfriends or people that I was with. And that's a very common thing for people who are addicts, alcoholics. And it wasn't till I got into meetings and there were people there that were a few years clean and they were saying, since I've got into this programme, I haven't cheated on the people that I've been with. And I never thought that. I was always scared. Now I'd never cheat on someone. I would Mm. never cheat on someone. But if someone, if I were to get into a relationship with someone and they were to ask me about my past and I were honest, that might make that really hard for them to, to get past that. So you... I think for me, I'm like, you've got to give someone a chance. You have to give them a chance. So it's like, if you can just try and really just let go initially, but then as soon as something comes up that you're like, oh, and you, it's going with your gut. Mm. It's always going with your gut. But the scariest thing to do in relationships is ask for what you need and what you want because you're scared that it, they'll say no to it and then they'll leave. And that's why we don't communicate. And then we go into resentment And then maybe we do cheat or maybe we, that's not why I cheated. I cheated for different reasons, but you know, or we just feel unfulfilled and then we stay in unhappy relationships and we don't like the person anymore. And it's like, if you'd have actually just said, and it's all about that thing of this is the the only person that's going to put up with me, or this is the person that I've got on with the best so far, or this is the person I've been the most attracted to so far. And we don't want to let go of those things because we don't have faith that there are other people out there that we are really going to get along with and it's really hard when you like someone but you've got to be honest and communicate and I'm still learning that you know the best relationships I've had are the ones where I feel comfortable to be myself yeah and they don't run away (laughs) yeah do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, when I talk about my first love, that was the first time in my life mm. that anybody had come along and gone, do you know what? You're you're bloody great. I love you. You know, all these things about you adored me. And I hadn't had that before. Bridget Jones, I like you just as you are. Yeah. 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 But But truly, you know... And I never felt like I had to pretend or fake it or whatever. Mm. I was just myself. Mm. And, you know, it, it, it blew me away. It really But you did. have a real thing about being yourself now in relationships yeah. and you're scared of it. And I wonder why, like, where did that come from? Because um, it's become... Because after that first relationship, I did that thing of, you know, adapting myself to be who that I thought they wanted me mm. to be. Yeah. You know, for all the reasons that you've just spoken about, mm. you know. Um, and actually, nowadays, I, I, you know, I don't think that I I would be like that. And, and if I was, I would catch myself doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, yeah, compromising too far. Boundaries, it's got to be about boundaries. But that's where I went wrong in my last relationship, is I thought of... Oh, it's compromise, it's compromise. I have to keep compromising. But I was compromising myself. I wasn't compromising on destinations on holiday or what we were going to eat for dinner that night. I was compromising what I needed for myself and needed in the relationship. And I think I, the reason that I did that, and I think I finally got rid of this now, is 
I was paying penance for my past sins. So I was with someone that I didn't fancy, but I thought, well, we have a laugh together and, and we get on really well and we'll get on on a level. Um, but that doesn't matter because I don't deserve to fancy someone and have that side of things because I was so shit to so many people in my past. So it was almost like I was doing an amends and almost an amends for a past relationship through this person, which is completely unfair on them. And I now know that in that relationship, it was two weeks in that I had a moment where I should have left and I what remember. I did is instead yeah. scrambled because I, they said to me, do you want this or not? And even though it was them proposing that to me and it was my decision to leave, I still went into my rejection stuff and was like, fuck, this is going to end. So I I ran towards it rather than just went, yeah. Whereas now I'd be like, yeah, this isn't for me. And you learn so much so quickly if you want to. If you want to make the changes, you can transform yourself like I'm a new person every six months I think everyone is to a certain extent but certainly since I've gotten to recovery like the last four years like I'm so different to how I was like so different it's it's taking responsibility for yourself basically and I know it's a cliche but if you don't love accept and respect yourself how the heck do you expect anybody else to really Yes, in the mashed up words of RuPaul, yes. Yeah. <laughs> How in the heck are you going to expect? But I think there is, I agree with you. However, I think then that makes people think I have to 100% love myself all the time and accept all my flaws and da 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 to then get into a relationship. And that's not true. No. Because I don't think you're ever going to get there unless you're a Buddhist monk and you're really working on that 24-7. But loving yourself is, and I know that's why I said it was a cliche, because Mm. it's bandied around, you know, quite Mm. a lot. Uh, Maybe the acceptance is the thing that's that's the most important, because we all mess up. Yeah, you have to love yourself, but what I'm saying is it's not a linear thing. You don't, not not every day, and, and don't think just because, but, you know, I, yeah, if you don't like yourself or love yourself, and it's about like relationships are hard like it's about making really scary vulnerable decisions and and the more honest you are the more you're going to get what you want and know the answer quickly so you can leave the relationship as quick as possible but you've got to be honest with yourself first because a lot of us lie to ourselves totally self-honesty you know. is really difficult it's very easy to be honest about other people because that's just opinions of others yeah. but self-honesty is doing the thing that you don't want to do. So it's listening to your gut and going, yeah. I fucking know what the answer yeah. is, but I'm scared to do it. I don't want to go and doing it yeah. and just doing it. And half the time you put yourself out there and it seems terrifying and people are like, yeah, cool, thanks for letting me know. Thanks mm. for being honest with me. And being aware of your own triggers as well, because like mm. you were talking about you just then, now you were triggered by the possibility that this person was, was going to get away. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, the trigger for you was mm. you went into your rejection stuff. The, the key is to, to recognise that. Exactly. Stop a moment, mm. regroup, you know, mm. just stay with it and think about, you know, what's going on and then make your decision. And you have to make the mistakes to learn from them like now I've learned a huge lesson from that but and I think people also it's this thing about oh my god this has to be the relationship and it's like hang out with someone and have a nice time and see where it goes and practice those things and if along the way practicing those things builds to 
better things and you grow together and it's great, fantastic. If you're getting on really well and you practice those things and the relationship ends, okay, learn from it. But that's absolutely where I'm coming from about this whole dating thing. It's mm. like, you know, I'm not approaching this with, you know, I want a real relationship, you know, I want to, you know, mm. like just fall in love. I want to meet someone, get to know them, hang out with them, you know, and then mm. sort of make my mind up from there, not just rush in. Because I've, you know, a, a bit like you, you said as well, it's like, oh, my God, this is this massive attraction, off I go, without, mm. Mm. you know, looking out for red flags or anything, just kind of just, you know, oh, my God, it's mm. like this rush of, you, you know, um, whatever the hormones Oxytocin are. Oxytocin and, and yeah, all sorts, yeah. yeah. And not thinking about, you know, the consequences. And then you before you know it, you're in it, mm. and you're just, yeah, codependence. Well, I think people are either terrified of it or all too willing to go for it. And everyone's just trying to find a happy medium. <laughs> well, I think that the te- being terrified of it d- diminishes if, if, you, if you take control, you have your boundaries, you have your non-negotiables, all of those sorts mm. of things. It's like, you know, when you and your sister were talking to me about, mm. you know, well, what is it that you want? Mm. And what are the what are the deal breakers here? Yeah, yeah. And being aware of those mm. rather than just you know, it's a massive help. Like I really is. do recommend to anyone to write down, yeah, their non negotiables and things that they need in a relationship. And then yeah. you meet someone and yeah. you fucking ask them if it can yeah. be asked if it's stuff that comes out over time. But you just like you do. I mean, know. like for instance, it was one guy I was chatting to, mm. and there was one thing that he said, just one thing in the conversation. I just thought no, and then I went through this whole thing. Was in it? My can head. I do you up the arse? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It, it and I I look and I then I was sat there thinking, oh. This is just innocuous, like trying to talk myself mm. out of my initial reaction, mm. which was, I don't like that. Mm. That, and But then thinking, well, why don't I like it? And in the end, in the end I just thought, do you know what? It doesn't matter yeah. why I like it or I don't like it. I'm done. I don't want to go any further with yeah, this Yeah, because there'll be other people who like what you said. Yeah, exactly. And you've got to give... If you're on the fence about someone, that is not fucking fair to them. No, it's exactly. not. You've got, exactly. to, you've got to give them to someone that's going to think... <gasps> I like you as yeah. you are. Yeah. And then the next thing was a bit of making a bit of a move on me. I was like, no, I'm doing <laughs> yeah. yeah. Next thing was kind of do you of the ass. <laughs> so mum, after our date, I'm not going to ask you the questions. Instead, I'm going to set you a challenge and you have a choice of three. Okay. Cool. So you can either ask someone out on a date FaceTime someone online or send them Marvin Gaye, let's get it on. <laughs> You've got to do one of them. You've got to do one of those. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. I think I think ask ask them out on a date. You're gonna ask someone out on a date? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's your homework. <laughs> You've got a month. Okay. Yeah. A month. A month. A month. And then the next incest special that we do on here <laughs> will bring you back again, <laughs> potentially, and you can let everyone know how you've got on. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. Definitely not FaceTiming. <laughs> how, is, how is that less scary than asking someone on a date? My God. 
Oh, thank you, Mum. I really appreciate it. Have thank you had a nice you. time? Yes, I have. I have. I, I guess the whole Valentine's thing is... Um, yeah, well, Valentine's might not be you, for love sure is. Yes. Woo. thanks so much for listening everybody I hope you enjoyed this lovely little chat with my mum thanks to the guys at Digit Music as ever please go check out all the amazing work that they're doing if you are a fan please go to Instagram at datingmymates we're available on Spotify Apple and Acast and if you have someone that you think might enjoy this podcast please send it over to them and I will see you nope you'll hear from me in a week's time